Warning, the following may contain suggestive content and language and may not be suitable for some listeners. Swamplings and welcome back to the Ogre Booth, the podcast where we talk about a little bit of everything across the multimedia and just a lot of different topics. Um, my outline, I always cover something from TV, something from film, something from music, and something from gaming. Although some weeks might deviate a little bit from that or combine some of those topics into one. But this week I do have a topic for each seg- segment that I want to talk about. Uh, as you can tell probably from the title, the uh, main topic that I will be discussing is going to be about Nintendo and the Switch and why people still don't like the Switch. But other other than that, other, some of the other things I have coming up, I'm going to be talking about some of the new shows this fall that have been either out or still to come and whether or not you should watch them um and plus some exciting unique movies that are going to be coming out within the next two three years um and i will be talking a little bit about the re-rise and comeback of vinyl records a little bit so Without further ado, I want to start off with by talking about some of these new shows within the fall, whether or not you should watch them. Alright, so I am on I have a few websites brought up here. Uh, this website says the 10 best new TV shows you have to watch this fall. And the first one we have is Jack Ryan, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. That's a what is it? Amazon Prime show. I do not have Amazon Prime. Um, I know that that movie. There was a movie that uh came out with Jack Ryan starring Tom Cruise. There, there, there were two of them. Yeah, there, there were two of them. Uh, I watched the first one. The first one was okay, but. I don't know how I feel about this new Jack Ryan series. I don't have Amazon Prime to begin with. so. But if, if you're into that type of stuff, then sure, go for it. But it's not one for me. Let's see here. There's a new Showtime series called Kidding. Starring Jim Carrey. That's interesting. Um, it's his, apparently it's his first time returning to television for the first time in more than two decades. So, not sure. Doesn't really say too much here. This is from Esquire.com, by the way. Um, there's a new show called <clears throat> called Forever, starring Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph from uh, SNL. Let's see. <clears throat> yeah, so it looks like it's a comedy. That show, it's another Amazon Prime show, so. 
Looks like a lot of these shows that are on this website are from a lot of more streaming services. Um, like the next one, the first, which is the Hulu show, uh, which already came out back in September 14th. Um, not quite sure. There's a trailer here, but I'm not going to play. Um, let's see. It says there's... Um, Okay. Looks like about, it's about a trip to Mars, the first man on Mars and trying to get someone there. Uh, uh, that looks like what it's about. Um, next, there, a new Netflix show called Maniac. I think it's a show. I don't think it's a movie. That didn't specify here because oh, it does say TV shows. Okay, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't listing movies under the show cat the TV or show category. So, Maniac, a new series, uh, looks like a detective type of show of sorts. Uh, star name of Stone. I like Emma Stone. Maybe I'll give that show a glimpse. So, a new NBC show called Manifest. Okay. Uh, from the makers of This Is Us. I think. Oh. Has the makings of the family trauma of This Is Us with a sci-fi twist. I like some sci-fi, so maybe. Maybe I'll look at that. The Cool Kids... I keep seeing advertisements for this, and I saw a teensy little bit of it uh, at work. They have a TVs on, and they had a little bit of this on, and I watched a little bit. And it to me, it looks weird. I'm not sure. Bunch of weird, unique, older people. I don't know, thinking that they're so cool. I don't know. Looks odd. Looks weird. Has a weird cast. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's something that like my dad likes. I don't know. Um, the Romanoffs. Don't know what that is, but that is an, another Amazon show. Uh, the Connors. ABC. Is. Okay, it's following kind of like the Roseanne stuff. Uh, I know something about that because it looks like the cast from it. It has the father and that one daughter in the picture. So, um, let's see, Homecoming, Amazon. <sighs> okay, that's all for that site. That to me, that wasn't all that exciting over here. There on that web page. Let's see. There's a new NBC show called Abby's. Um, let's see. Uh, apparently, she owns an unlicensed bar, which 
makes that interesting already. So I, I know it's the janitor from Scrubs and that father from the middle is in it, it looks like. So I always thought he was a funny guy. So it's probably going to be like a comedy. So maybe I'll give that one a check. That one looks interesting. Oh, the cool kids. Yikes. Again. Yeah. Um. Oh, what's this? The Enemy Within. That's the uh, new one that stars that uh, looks like Jennifer Carpenter. I believe she was the one that played uh, what's his name, sister, Dexter's sister from the series Dexter. Uh, right? Yeah. Ah, that's right. Okay. So, if you like her, you may like this. This looks like a, it's a spy thriller. CIA operative, so on. So, that could be interesting. Let's see. What else do we got here? Um... A show literally called FBI on CBS. I think I've seen this advertised. Uh, if you're into like that type of like intelligence working and just uh, crime shows, crime dramas, and all that, that's probably a show for you. Um, the Fix on ABC. Let's see, legal drama. Okay. So, looks like talking about L.A. District Attorney, lawyer stuff. Yeah. If you, if you like legal shows, that might be something for you. Uh, God friend of me. Okay. I have seen this one advertised. I have not yet seen it. I know it has aired. I believe there's been one or two episodes on now. Uh, it's a Sunday night show, so tonight I believe is when the uh, when sorry when the new episode airs. Um, my dad tried watching it. He's not quite sure about the show yet, but it definitely looks interesting, and I might give it a shot. Grand Hotel on ABC already looks like something that I have a feeling I wouldn't care for. Probably not, at least. Uh, yeah. Last family-owned hotel, Miami Beach, multicultural stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't seem like something I'd like. Let's see, what do we got now? Happy Together. I have seen this advertised. I'm not quite sure about this show. It's definitely a comedy, so. Definitely. Uh, so. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, let's see, what's this one? This girl. I Feel Bad on NBC. Uh, produced by Amy Poehler. So. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about that. But. 
there's probably other ones that I'd rather watch. But in between follows the steps of Ghost Whisperer. This it's a paranormal show. Yeah. Okay. Paranormal. Got it. Sounds interesting. Um, the kids are all right. I think I've seen this one advertised. But uh, it's set in the 70s. Follows a traditional Irish Catholic family. The clear clearies as they navigate and small navigate big and small changes during one of America's most turbulent decades. Could be interesting. Uh, ignore my dog if you can hear that. Uh, a new Magnum P.I. show. Interesting. Yeah. Remake there. Uh, manifest again. A, mi a million little things. Okay. This one I'm interested in mainly because of the actor who plays Sean Spencer from Psych is coming back to a TV show and he looks like he's like the father, probably the main starring role. I'd like to see him in more of like a drama type of show than what I'm used to with him being such a goof from Psych and everything. I think this could be interesting uh so i'm probably gonna give it this show a shot we'll see though murphy brown is that like a remake or something must be uh, i don't know it, it looks in yeah the Neighborhood on CBS. Yeah. I don't know. So a lot of these shows these days aren't looking as good as they used to. So. Alright, New Amsterdam. Yeah, I've seen this advertised. New medical drama. Looks like it could be okay. Not that into like those type of shows but I want to close this off pretty quickly with at least something that I might actually be interested in maybe so I'm just gonna scroll through see what else is there quick um, yeah well does look like there's much else that I'm interested in. Oh, oh yeah, The Rookie, okay. Uh, new show with Nathan Fillion. Uh, I don't know if you know who Nathan Fillion is. He was uh, in the show Castle. He was the writers and the guy who plays Castle. Uh, and then he was, uh, what's that show? The, oh, that sci-fi show, Firefly. It was those are like the two big things I can remember that he was in but yeah he he's a good actor 
Uh, he's supposed to be like a rookie police officer or something. So, yeah. Oh, that looks interesting. That's a good one to end on for, for that. That is everything that I guess I'm going to cover along the lines of the TV. Because this already went on much, that part already went on much longer than I wanted to. Now I want to go on to my film topic. We have two new interesting movies. And I guess this could be categorized under gaming as well. Because we have a Sonic the Hedgehog movie and a Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers movie coming out. Now, the new Sonic movie is supposed to be kind of interesting. Starring Ben Schwartz as the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog and Jim Carrey as Eggman. Like, I really don't know what to say. I hope that... If they do get this movie out, that it's actually going to be decent. It's supposed to be a live-action CGI adaptation of Sonic the Hedgehog. So, and... Well, I guess Jim Carrey doesn't have the official role yet. Apparently, he's negotiating with the creators and everything. So, but I think he could be decent... Uh, Eggman, Dr. Robotnik, you know. Um, let's see. There, uh, doesn't really say much there about that, but uh, over on this one says that Ben Schwartz is supposed to be the voice. Uh, ben Schwartz is from Parks and Recreation, if you didn't know. Uh, Yeah, looks just, there's really not much to say about this. It's still in development, apparently it's, apparently this movie is supposed to come out in 2019. Apparently. It's weird, but, like, you think we might have had known a little more information, but no. I hope that they could do something decent, though, if they're actually going to do it. Turn that shit off. Sorry. <sighs> Lots of excess sounds in the recording process of this. Alright, it's off. Okay, but now the Mario Brothers movie. I don't know if you knew, but there was already a Super Mario Brothers movie back in the 90s that didn't do so well for a few reasons because of barely was even about really Mario. They used the character Mario. They used the character Luigi. It was really weird. I watched it in a weird way. I kind of liked it, but at the same time, I thought it was super weird and kind of crap, but it's a lot of people's guilty pleasure, and I get that, but uh, It's uh, Illumination, Illumination Studios is supposed to give this movie and everything apparently taken care of it. So uh, Illumination is the one that has all the minions and Despicable Me. What's that? Secret Life of Pets. 
no release date or anything that's been released yet for this so it's uh yeah let's see what else anything it, it is a fully animated movie too so which should be good yeah Now, we don't know much information about this, but we know the two movies are supposed to come out. It looks like it could be interesting. Uh, no uh, release year officially for the Mario Brothers movie yet, but who knows? Maybe these gaming movies will actually be decent. Maybe, if we're lucky. We'll see. We'll find out. No... One last part. I wanted to talk about the revival of and re-rise of vinyl uh, records in the music industry. It has been, since what is like 2010, I believe, the numbers have been increasing a lot. Nobody knows exactly what why they've been coming back, but... Uh, Apparently, just people are just more interested in getting vinyl records these days, which is great because I've had an interest in picking them up, mainly because I ended up getting the one uh, record. It was uh, Shinedown Directors Revival. I got that at a Shinedown concert when they came to my town. And when I picked that up, I'm like, oh, this is really cool, you know? Like, it's nice to have this. And I'm like, my dad has a record player, you know? And I just thought it was cool, actually. Uh, and eventually I did get a record player of my own because my dad's turntable and stereo hasn't been fully functional in years. So I do have a record player, and I've been collecting some records because well artists have been uh putting their albums back on like full vinyl records again they've been pressing them and it's it's nice to see this back but a lot of people are just kind of like wondering how when why but the sales have been uh going really high and they are the highest they've been since the early 90s um let's see uh vinyl lp in 2017 14 million lps were sold in the united states up more than 1000 or one yeah 1000 percent from 10 years earlier but yeah it it's a very interesting topic about this and why exactly nobody knows but this cds uh have been the cd uh purchases and everything have been going down a lot versus like vinyl vinyl has been increasing while cd sales has been going down it's pretty crazy uh, but uh, it's 
Yeah, cert, like certain bands and artists have been uh, releasing like full vinyl records and everything, but um, for some reason people just started gravitating towards it. I think it might be like a collection thing or, or a bit of like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's more satisfying to have a physical copy of something, but it, I think it might be like a pride thing to actually find that one record that you're looking for and be like, oh, I found this. This is what I have. And it's nice to have so, like such a big, uh, big casing and everything. It looks like an accomplishment. And it's just really cool, really nice. Plus, if you do have like a record player, it's really nice to be able to listen to it, you know. But, uh, otherwise, yeah, just, it's just a very interesting, unique thing. I can't explain this completely, but, yeah. Final records. They, they're coming back. People are, like, oh, most of the people that are actually getting the records are actually people around my age, maybe a little younger. Like, I believe most, I believe most of the people that are actually picking up records these days uh, are between the ages of, like, 16 and 30. So, uh, and I, I am 26, so I'm right in the middle of that, but. Maybe it's just, it, it's something, but a lot of people are saying that it's probably here to stay now, so. Well, coming out of that, I wanted to go into my special segment, Are They Still a Band? And today, I am talking about Fountains of Wayne. You might not recognize the name, but you would definitely recognize their one song, titled Stacy's Mom. <clears throat> Sorry, Stacy's Mom. This song was like their only like big major song and which was sad, but <sighs> let's see here. Go to career. Nothing says that like they're officially done. But at the same time, it says here, as of 2016, the band has no plans to record new material. But it's, I guess, their last album was in 2011. While their biggest album was Welcome Interstate Managers from 2003. Like 2003 to 2007 with Traffic and Weather. And then 2011 with Sky Full of Holes. Like, for some reason, I keep thinking that 2011 was, like, just, like, yesterday. Because it feels that way. But in reality, that's already been seven years ago. Seven years ago. Like, that's insane. The year I graduated from high school is seven years ago. Just, wow. I don't know how, how to explain that. It just doesn't feel real, but... 
Yeah, well, looks like these the uh, people's uh, members are still around. They might. I think there's. Does it say they're still touring? I don't know. They, if they did, they they might like do like another tour or something, play, but I don't know. Probably not. It says he was active from nine ninety five to two thousand thirteen, so they might come back with a comeback show or something. But otherwise, yeah, it doesn't look like they're much of a band anymore. Kind of sad, but true. But that's all I have for right now. I'm gonna take a break. When I come back, we will be talking about the switch and why so many people still hate on it. So, I'll be right back after this. switch but I know there are a lot of people that still do and why they're hated on the switch I especially this is mainly a message to those people that are big Nintendo fans and love the switch and everything and are really into a lot of these games like their first party games and are excited for all these other third parties and stuff but I'm trying to talk about from like the perspective of the haters. They're not really haters per se, but at the same time, they are. They just the 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 appeal of the Nintendo Switch to them just in general. They're like most most of them don't care about the mobility aspect and being able to play the games on the go. Most of them just really just want to be able to sit down in front of a TV screen and play good quality gaming. And I'm not saying that Nintendo doesn't provide good quality gaming, but uh, to a lot of those people, what matters to them most is like good online service, good servers, uh, really well working there. Uh, also... Big name games uh, that cross platform and good, like really good graphics. Uh, that's one of the big things that a lot of people are really like hating on about the Switch because although like the Switch can dock and you can play on it on a TV, uh, the resolution from mobility to uh, the transition to on the TV, most of the games don't look as good on the TV, which is sad, but it's true. Um, it it really is upsetting. 
about that, but what what can you really do? Uh, like Nintendo is trying really hard and everything, but there is a thing about a new uh, possible Nintendo Switch upgrade that's supposed to be coming next year. Who knows? That could be like a pro or something with better resolution speed and able to handle better quality games so they can stay up there with a lot of these big third-party games so they can get those big third-party games over on the Switch. But other than that, like, I know, what is it there? Uh, Doom Eternal, that's supposed to actually be coming to the Switch. Um, Panic Button, I think, is working on that, making sure that it transitions over and looks good over on the Switch so it can play well. Like, uh, the original 2016 Doom, not 2017, 2016 Doom, but that came over to the Switch, and a lot of people were like, holy crap, this is coming to the Switch? Like, the Switch is doomed, ha ha, but... uh, I ended up getting that game, and I and I think it plays well. So plus there have been like updates and stuff to make it like look and play a little better a little bit, but it's I think it plays well. I think it looks good. Uh, it definitely looks better uh, when playing in handheld mode than on the TV, which is one thing I was saying. But a lot of these big third party games, other than like Doom, uh like Doom came out like a year after uh, on this well Doom came out in 2016 and it came out a year after on the Switch but a lot of these other like third party games that are coming they are only coming like like pretty late and a lot of those people that originally wanted to play these games that didn't have access to like an Xbox or PlayStation or whatever uh, are probably going to be interested in buying, might be interested in buying some of these games because they've never played them before, but just but a lot of these like old like people that did be were able to play it on like PS4 and Xbox don't really care to get a Switch and play a game that they've played a lot already and replay it on the Switch, like I get that. Why would they want to do that? It's in ways more money, especially when they're selling it at original, like full price and everything. Um, like uh, uh, Skyrim is being sold at full price of sixty dollars, and that game's been out. What is it since like two thousand ten? Like, why? It's uh, like yes, it's a big game, but. Nintendo's a little stubborn with their pricing of their gamings, games and everything. It's it's all it's a little ridiculous, but other than that, some of the other reasons why why people hit on the Switch other than just like the third party games coming like really late, um, is just a lot of those big hardcore gamers just don't really care. They're, they they see the Switch and they don't see a lot of big games that they're interested in. And so they're just like, I'm not going to pick up a Switch. The only game that like most people are interested in. 
are is Super Smash Brothers, and even the, that game is coming out this holiday season uh, in December. But a lot of those people are like, "Do I really need to pick up a Switch just to play one game that I'm interested in?" And that that is a really good question because other. I think that might be wasting money, but on that, but uh, there's just a lot of hate on the Switch because of all these hardcore gamers and everything that are more about like all the graphics while and everything. While Nintendo doesn't really care about the graphics, like they do and they don't. Like they understand that they need to uh, have hardware to be able to play high quality software and which is why that they're probably coming out with a pro to keep up with that but just the fact that they they've always been behind with the graphics and and a lot of these other companies it's a challenge for them to uh really what's the word i'm looking for make the games smaller and com- more compatible for the switch but uh it and it's more difficult when especially since the switch runs on cartridges and not cds which is a little cheaper but just a lot of these third-party companies are like are still not like super interested but at the same time they are interested because they're like hey these old games people are actually interested in them because they're actually selling well on the switch you know so maybe maybe we could try to put some of these other games over but a switch will never be powerful enough to handle some of our bigger titles that are coming out on these other systems and it's like which is really quite surprising to see with the maternal being the fact that that is supposed to be a lot more powerful than 2016's Doom, but that, that that is a shock, but and oh my word, and just about like all those old Final Fantasy games and everything coming over too, like that's crazy, but just we don't get like the full like 100% like latest Final Fantasy game coming to the Switch like we do but it's like what is a pocket edition of like 15 but it's a lot of people are like what the hell is pocket edition just ugh but <sighs> either way just a lot of these hardcore gamers just they're not interested in the switch they they rather be able to have their good graphics good smooth gameplay of like big online games and and everything like that's another thing like switch doesn't have like too many big like online multiplayer games that a lot of like big gamers enjoy like the biggest one that they have well the biggest ones that they have uh are primarily mario kart and ah Splatoon 2 at least in terms of like first party and Mario Kart 
is obviously big game for a big reason. It's just a really fun racing game to play with friends. But and then Splatoon two, it's it's a lot like a lot of like these other like big multiplayer shooting games and stuff. But at the same time, it's the creative elements behind it that really turn people away from it because they're like, oh, it's like there's like weird stuff going on in it with like squids and stuff and it's just kind of what and a lot of these hardcore gamers are just like I I don't really get it and I'll, I've never played the game myself but I do know what the game is but and I really want to play the game but haven't had the chance to but either way just a lot of these hardcore gamers are hated on that just because of its uh, creative artistic choices and everything. It's not like a bland, realistic looking, like the latest Call of Duty or and all this other stuff. It's just kind of like Nintendo has always been more concerned about like good quality like story and gaming versus like the graphics which I guess that's important you know but at the same time graphically it, it is kind of important so but it's always been a big uh, toss up for Nintendo it's, it's always been like should we try to stay in the competition or stay in our own type of specific weird lane and I feel like they're embracing that weird weird lane a lot more right now especially uh coming from like starting with like the Wii they really developed that weird unique lane and everything like that was huge the Wii and going into the Wii U which a lot of people didn't really know exactly what that was and now just the Switch which is kind of like what the Wii U was kind of supposed to be, but uh, either way, they're really embracing that diff that role and everything. And I don't think it's fair to put the Switch in comparison and actually be a big uh, competition with like Microsoft and Sony with their systems. Uh, Nintendo is definitely more of like a secondary platform that if you're interested in some of these other games like more first party type of games that Nintendo releases then you might enjoy them on the Switch uh, but otherwise it's a Nintendo Switch just isn't always going to be for everybody which they were they're trying to do they're trying to say oh this is an everybody system but not everybody is going to be interested in it still because of those certain features uh, of just mobility and taking it on the go, which is their biggest uh, selling point of the Switch itself. But yeah, just people don't really like the Switch. But other than all those reasons and all of that, that is everything that I have to talk about on this new podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, 
then please, uh, you can email me at ogrebooth at gmail.com uh, for any suggestions. You can follow, follow me on Twitter at outcast092. Uh, you can throw suggestions out there, start up discussions, use the hashtag HeyShrek uh, to really give me more and stuff like and all that stuff all that good type of stuff about any suggestions or anything of what you might want to hear on this podcast in the future uh yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i had fun and it was very interesting because i pretty much came up with all these topics just within the last like within about like five ten minutes before i started recording so just kind of like just went off of it yeah so that's everything i hope you enjoyed this now see you guys next week